When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here from The Art of Charm. Welcome to Minisode Monday. Happy to be here with you, kicking off the week with something quick and actionable that you can implement right away that'll make you more magnetic and effective. Today, we're back with Andy Malinsky, who was just on the show recently discussing, well, getting out of your comfort zone, and his new book, Reach, covers a lot of concepts to that effect. Andy, there was one concept in the book that we didn't cover that much in depth on your show, the concept of avoidance that I thought was really interesting because it's not just procrastination. And a lot of us get really, really good at avoidance. And I noticed that uh, most people I know are really, really good at it. In fact, the more you accomplish in many ways, the more you've made it through these types of mindsets or these little mental traps of avoidance. Can you speak to that? Sure. Yeah. So in my work, I found I found that people were actually very, very creative avoiders. Now, you know, of course, there's a good and a bad of avoidance, right? And and the good is why we do it because the vo- the good is is the relief. You get to avoid that stressful thing. You know, of course, the bad is that it makes it that much harder to do the next time around. So you know, if you're afraid of a snake, you know, you get to, and, and you avoid the snake, you get to avoid the snake. Awesome. So you don't have to encounter the snake. Total relief. But the problem is, is that if you then have to encounter the snake again, it's just going to be harder the next time. And, you know, if it's literally a snake, no problem. You're not going into the jungle. But if your snake is making small talk, if your snake is networking and so on, you know, it's it's good to notice when and how you're avoiding. So I found I found a series of ways that we avoided. Um, the first one was literally avoid the task entirely. And a lot of us have the autonomy to structure our lives or jobs to avoid doing tasks. And interestingly, the more power you have, the more leeway you often have to kind of sculpt or craft your life or your job to avoid tasks. So for example, you know, I I know networking events could really help my career in business, but I, you know, you just hate talking to people you don't know. So you end up going to very few of them, or, you know, you should have difficult conversations with your colleagues, but they're just too stressful. So you avoid them. So in other words, literally, um, avoiding the task entirely, but there are other ways we do it as well. So a second way might be, uh, doing the task, but only part way. So, you know, perhaps doing the part that's slightly more comfortable, but avoiding the rest. So maybe going back to networking, you know, cause I feel so uncomfortable at networking events. I typically only go for a few minutes at the very beginning and then pretend I have somewhere else to go. Or again, with the difficult conversations, you know, because of how uncomfortable they are, you know, I might tend to, you might tend to discuss only part of what's bothering you, you know, sort of the, the classic feedback sandwich approach, but the negative side of the feedback sandwich, you make very, very, very small. 
so those would be examples of doing the task, but only part way. Um, you might also replace the task with something easier, but probably less effective. That's sort of another sneaky way of avoidance. So, you know, because uh, you feel so uncomfortable at networking events, you, know, you decide to use social media instead. I know a lot of small business owners that I interviewed for my book, Reach, who did exactly this. They're very uncomfortable going to events, you know, pitching their business, selling themselves and their business. So they say, you know, I'll, I'll put out an email blast or I'll post it on Facebook. You know, it's not terrible. Those are good things probably, but they don't replace the actual thing that they're that the person's afraid of um and then let's say difficult conversations again just to kind of come back to our recurring example you know instead of having a difficult face-to-face conversation you might do it by email or even text uh you know those classic awful cases of like uh of, of breaking up over text or email. Uh, they're actually corporate cases of people being laid off um, with voicemail messages. So that, that would be an example there. <sighs> number, number four would be procrastinate. And that's, that's, that's a, a classic example, procrastination. You know, um, you don't respond to invitations to those networking events. Constantly put it on the back burner. You know, tell yourself that the difficult conversation that you're afraid to have is just not the right time for it let's say, or, or you need more time to think it through, you know, when in fact you're, you're really just procrastinating. Um, I, uh, there, there's some classic, uh, historical cases of procrastination. I, I read that, uh, Herman Melville had to have his wife, uh, chain him to, uh, his desk to finish mo- writing Moby Dick. Uh, <laughs> I think there are a lot of other classic cases, of procrastination. A fifth one is to pass the buck. Maybe you, maybe you're someone who likes to pass the buck. In other words, have someone else do a task. You know, you're so uncomfortable going to networking events, you get your assistant to go. I found many people doing these types of things when in fact, it really should be you going and representing the business or in difficult conversations or layoffs, have your assistant or have someone other than you deliver that negative news when in fact you really should be the one doing it. And then the final one would be rationalizing to yourself that, you know, this task or whatever it is, it just isn't that important even though it probably is. So, you know, networking, it's just not that important. You know, if I, if I, if I put my head down and do good work, you know, the business will come, success will come. I, I, I don't need to, I don't need to network, you know, that kind of rationalization or, or, you know, um, in terms of a difficult conversation, let's say someone is bothering you or someone's not performing up to expectation, you might sort of tell yourself, you know, it's not such a big deal. I'm, I'm sure that this process will correct itself. You know, it's not that important for me to have the conversation, even though, of course, it probably is. And, and the last thing I'd say is that, of course, you can do a combo. And there are a lot of people who do combinations. I think there's classic combinations here. The combination of rationalize that this task just isn't that important and procrastinate is a great combo. Or rationalization and substitution or not doing the task is also a great, I mean, great in the sense of, you know, a classic combination. So, so that's what I found in terms of um, in terms of the ways that people avoid acting outside their comfort zone. And I guess the bottom line is that we're really good at it. Yeah, it seems like a process that a lot of people get a lot of practice doing, first of all, and then get used to it. And I remember for years thinking, oh, I don't really need this or, oh, I'm going to work hard at that. And we see this all the time at Art of Charm, especially people who are looking at coming into the live program. They, in fact, the thought process 
you know is avoidance when it goes something like this. Man, this sounds so useful. And you go, great. Well, you got to fly out to L.A. and you got to stay with us for a week. Wow, that's a long time. That's quite a commitment. And then you're like, yeah, it is. And they go, you know, I'm going to just buy some books about this. And, and you just go, ah, okay. In other words, you don't want to do the work. So now you're rationalizing, well, I can probably learn it this way, or maybe I don't need it that much, or, you know, is it really worth it? Or, you know, I just decided to double down on my learning process in this other area. And you see people doing things like this a lot in their career, but I think it happens in every area of our life. And business owners are the same way. I'm going to start networking as soon as I get a prototype. Well, you know, I'd start networking, but I got to work on my website. Well, you know, I'm going to go to these events, but first I got to build out my team more. And then five years later, they're going, how come other people are ahead of me? I've had my head down the whole time. And the answer is a lot of times they're leveraging other things that you've been avoiding because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I I don't mean to, I certainly don't mean to beat up people who avoid, because I have to tell you, that just as we talked about the other day with fear and acting outside comfort zones, I, I'm I'm the the biggest violator of all. That's why that's why I think why I'm so interested in this. You know, it's it's I, I get it. Things are scary, but you know, I, I think what I always tell people that I work with is if you could if you could ask yourself if you could say to yourself and just almost like a thought experiment, if you could somehow have a magic eraser and erase anxiety, erase fear just for a second as a thought exercise, is this something you think you'd really like to do or be able to do? And if the answer is yes, if you're being honest with yourself, really honest, and the answer is yes, then you've got some work to do to try to work on avoidance and in, in getting up the courage to you know take that flight to LA as you were talking about. Andy, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, I was happy to do it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. For the full show notes with Andy with lots more just like this, check out the episode in the Art of Charm podcast that just aired recently here. That link is in the show notes. Also, let me know how this goes over the next few weeks and months as you integrate this into your life. Tweet me at The Art of Charm and let me know how this is working out for you. Don't forget about the Art of Charm Challenge. It'll help you connect better with others, create more productive personal and business relationships, and it's got step-by-step challenges to help you move forward. Don't avoid that. Join us on the Facebook group. Also has thousands of other people as well who are taking the challenge. You can text the word charmed to 33444. That's C-H-A-R-M-E-D to 33444. Or just go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge and get rocking. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com charm. 
That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to kajabi.com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash charm. Just go to Indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for listening and supporting The Art of Charm. For a list of all of our amazing sponsors and discounts, visit theartofcharm.com slash advertisers. Now, have a great week.